Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Cigar Dave is not here today, as he's off on a clandestine assignment this week. This is Voice Talent Ed, welcoming you to today's show, which was pre-taped in July at the 2014 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas, Nevada. This hour, you'll hear from the great folks at Altadas who sponsored the live televised broadcasts from the show floor. Sit back, relax, light up a cigar, and pour a cocktail. I'm a little ahead of you, so sue me. And get ready for two hours of cigar intel you can't get anywhere else. Ah, damn it. The third one I've spilled today. Paper towel, Miskite. My pleasure to welcome very good friends to the Cigar Dave Show. First up, longtime friend Janelle Rosenfeld. Yeah. Janelle, great to see you as always. Hi, Dave. And we just saw each other in uh, Charlotte. Uh, what was it? It's hard to believe a month a couple, ago already. Yeah. yeah. That was over the top. It was great. It was such a great crowd and so much fun. I love being at Valentine. I love being at Charlotte. That's a five-star experience. The hotel yeah. is great. The crowd is great. And uh, it was standing room. When we got there at 930, the place was already I know. packed. It's great. And, and we've got Javier Estadas, the uh, general manager of Altadas USA. Uh, uh, Javier, we missed you, but I know that you heard all about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, uh, Dave, and, and with this fantastic crowd and enjoy cigars in this, in this place. And let me bring in Larry Palumbo. I know Larry. Fellow a Cigar City resident. Long time, Larry. Long time, yeah. It's always a Three different companies, but now you're with Altadas, and you are the uh, vice president of tobacco. Correct. So you are the man that uh, goes around the country to find the latest and greatest in the great cigar tobaccos, so that when we enjoy a great cigar with wrapper, filler, binder, you're the guy. Thanks. He's the man. He is the man. Exactly. I'm always trying to find out where he's going to go to, where he's traveling, so I can find out where the you know next great tobacco leaf is going to come from. He goes to exotic places. Exactly right. So it has been very busy the last year. Janelle in Charlotte. We launched the new Banker yes. by Ace Upman. The packaging is over it's the great, top. Isn't it? I love the uh, the concept um, because when you think about the Upman brothers in Cuba, they were bankers. They were. And, and I love what you say. Instead of giving out toasters, if you open an account, they gave out cigars. What better, right? Exactly better right. Gift. M- much a much better gift, especially if you're an alpha man. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and let's talk about how that all came about. How did you uh, decide and, and everybody at Altadas to come up with this uh, Banker by H Upman concept? You know, H Upman is such a great brand. And and history and lore is that the banker, uh, Carl and Hermann Upman, who were bankers in Germany, went to Cuba 
1844 and created this great cigar for their customers. Such a great story. And we said, you know what, let's take that original blend, the, the taste profile of that type of blend, and recreate it at our Dominican factory, which we did. And we really wanted to play off that whole idea of bankers. And so uh, here it is. It's when it, it comes wrapped in a stock certificate looking sort of box. and. It's really fabulous. And it's very hearty, a lovely spicy smoke with notes of chocolate and hickory. I love it. I'm going to open this up to reveal exactly what it shows. Look at the way that the, the cigar is dressed. The packaging is exquisite, and it's got a, uh, a beautiful, paper. yeah, the parchment paper, which is just beautiful. I think Carl, the other brother, got the short end of the deal because it's H. Upman. There's no C in that it. Is, so I don't know how it should have been C and H. Upman, but okay. in any event, this, these are great cigars. And H. Upman has been around for a long time. And I'm trying to think, going back of all the H. Upmans that we launched on the show over the years, yeah. the uh, vintage Cameroon, still Fantastic. one of my favorite. Yeah. And with all the new Upmans that come out, these are great cigars, but you can't forget about those other great ones that are yeah. out there. Yeah, the 1844 and the Legacy, which we launched a couple years ago. I was going to say the Legacy is, yeah. uh, is, I think, two years ago. Two, yeah. And that exploded. It did. And that's done very well. But a different taste profile on the banker Completely than the different. Legacy. Completely different. Let's talk about how this differs. Well, this is made in the Dominican Republic. It's an Ecuadorian Havana wrapper. It, it has a Nicaraguan binder, a Nicaraguan and Dominican fillers. This is, I would say this is a little bit more spicy and very hearty. I was smoking one yesterday. Actually, I had one. This was my first smoke this morning. Uh, it's very rich, very full flavored, uh, very full mouth cigar. The uh, Legacy, uh, I find a slightly more earthy. Right. That one's made in Honduras at our Florida Copan factory. Both great cigars, just slightly different taste profiles. And, you know, it's interesting because in Charlotte, people went nuts. I mean, we had uh, yeah. the salt packs know, that included uh, a number of different cigars, and they uh, flocked to the banker. I mean, everybody went to it. Uh, they loved it. It's, it's interesting because when you look at consumers, yeah. and you can actually see them, what, what their reaction is when they're enjoying the cigar, and we can see it because we had 400 people and we're watching their expressions, you could tell right off the oh, bat whether it's a hit or not. Oh, their face lit up and exactly. boom, baby. Exactly. So yeah. you, you, you had a winner. Javier, what was the process? When you go to make a new cigar, and I know that you're, you've repackaged the Romeo y Julieta by the way, you like the pronunciation on that? The Spanish Fantastic. pronunciation? Very good. Romeo y Julieta, 1875, the new Espada by Monte Cristo, which we'll talk about in a moment. But what is the process? How does it all begin? Do you start with Larry and the Tobacco? Do you start with a brand name, with a concept? Guide us how you start from the beginning until that cigar is on the retailer shelves. Well, Dave, uh, for us, what is important is that every time that we put something in the market, we need to make sure that there is uh, a value added for the consumer. We want to offer something that is interesting for those consumers. So the first thing that we try to analyze is what is it out there in the market and how we can fulfill that, uh, that demands that the, consumer, that the consumer has. We know that the U.S. consumer, uh, they love uh, novelties, they love new stuff. Um, so the second thing that we try to do is to come up with the best possible cigar. Uh, for us, that is critical. Uh, the packaging may look very nice, the concept could be very powerful, but if the cigar is not extremely good, uh, there is nothing that uh, we can do. Uh, the third step that we, uh, that we take is to talk with, ec with ec experts. I think that we are privileged of working with yeah. one of the best experts in the industry, not only Larry, but our Grupo de Maestros uh, in the factory. So the people from marketing have a direct dialogue with those guys in order to make sure you know, that everything works uh, in the direction that we want. And then product, uh, hopefully it's something, as you mentioned, <laughs> The consumer get excited. I mean, at the end, is the consumer the ones that needs to uh, 
to say whether we have done a good job or not. So how long does the process take from the time you start to the time that the cigar is actually available? Well, I mean, it's, I think it's, it's a, a fairly long process. It could be up to one year, so that's something that we try to plan. Also, we need to have a very good uh, dialogue with, with Larry because we need to make sure, you know, that we have the right tobaccos. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I would say probably like yeah. a, a year, a year and a half. So it, it's, it's a lengthy process. Talk about Grupos de Baistros because that's okay. a concept that you started about a year ago. I want to explain exactly what that is. Okay. A couple it's years Javier's, ago. A couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. idea it was a tremendous idea. In the past, uh, basically, new cigars were the domain of one or two people. But Javier had a vision that he brought people from various uh, segments of the industry. Me and being in the leaf department, we brought people from the factory, marketing and sales. And even within the factory, we brought people from the leaf department, from the box factory. We all get together and we test cigars. And it's great and fun. That's a tough job, right, Larry? It's tough. <laughs> and it's very taken very seriously. It's, we don't know what we're smoking. We don't talk. And we have we take forms it, we fill out. Uh, so this is done like in a conference room? How, it's how usually it? done in a conference room in the factory, usually in the, in the factory. Dominica, Dominica Republic. Because yeah. you, you got to have that authentic experience. Right, you know, right. When you're in the factory, there's something yeah. very special, rather than being in your, in your uh, Fort Lauderdale headquarters, which are beautiful. Absolutely. But when you're in that factory, there's something very different. Well, and we're right there with the tobaccos and with the guys, and we sit together in the team, and it, it's, a, it's a very objective. Yeah. That is, that is, I think, the, the key point, what, what Janelle mentioned, is that uh, we have a process so we can even rank our cigars. So until that cigar uh, has not met that criteria, we don't put it in the market. So we want to make sure that we, um, we are able to come up with the best possible cigars that we can produce. And Grupo de Maestros, we have more than 150 years of experience among all those people. We're talking with Janelle Rosenfeld, Javier Estadas, Larry Palumbo of Altadas USA. When we come back, we'll talk about the new... Espada by Monte Cristo. That's the cigar I'm going to enjoy for the Litation Ceremony today as we continue exclusive televised coverage from the 2014 IPCPR Convention, Las Vegas, Nevada. Want to know what's on the General's mind during the week? Interact with him anytime on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. Exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, 
Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought-after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World. A medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness, and a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Condega Lajero, Esteli Finca Soledad Lajero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with A.J. Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook. taped in July at the 2014 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention. Cigar Dave's exclusive coverage is presented in part by Davidoff Cigars, Gurkha Cigar Group, Altadas USA, and Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. Now, back to the general, Cigar Dave. Back with Janelle Rosenfeld, Javier Estadas, and Larry Palumbo from Altadas USA. Espada by Monte Cristo. This is a unique collaboration between Grupo de Maestros from Altadas and the Placencia f- uh, family in Honduras and Nicaragua. Nicaragua, that's right, yes. And this is unusual because this is the first time that you've really, I guess, uh, collaborated with an outside uh, group of people to create a cigar. The Placencia family is really a, a, such a well-known, uh, honored family in our industry, as is Monte Cristo. And so uh, we came up with the concept of working with them. And they really take great pride. They, they worked very hard in helping us create this project. Um, and really to pay tribute for the Placencia family, to pay tribute to the Monte Cristo brand. And, and Javier, how did that come about? Well, you know that Monte Cristo is our flagship. Uh, it's, it's our top brand. So we wanted to look for the best. And, and being a Nicaragua uh, cigar, which is 100% uh, Nicaragua and Tobago, uh, we thought that the Placentia family uh, was the, the perfect match for us. So I think that uh, they work uh, very closely uh, with the Grupo de Maestros and uh, we come up with uh, what we think it's a, it's a winner. It's, it's a fantastic cigar. So. And 
when you decided to come up with the this concept, with the packaging, the cigar, the way it's it's uh, the presentation, how did that all come about initially? Well, I mean, uh, again, I mean, we we first try uh, to look to the consumer uh, to see, you know, what is it, you know, that uh, we think that uh, they they want and they like. And for us, it came very clear that Monte Cristo needed to have something uh, on the Nicaraguan side. I mean, something, a cigar that is complex, that has got a little bit of strength. To be honest, it was very clear uh, to us the opportunity that we have. So in doing that, we wanted to make sure that we got the best possible proposition for, uh, for the company. So we worked really hard in order to come up with the right partner, in this case, the Placentia family, the right blend. And also, again, this, this collaboration between our expert, experts, Grupos de Maestro, and also uh, the Placentia family. What is espada mean in, in Spanish to English? Well, espada is, is sword. Sword. Oh, sword. 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 Okay, there he is, the sword. Uh, Everything about Cristo, the two swords? The cross swords, right. Sword. that's right. And, and if you look, at, you look at the box here, it's got, this is a, it's got like a, uh, this is just a very unique box, uh, yeah. and this is not an easy box to make. This yeah. isn't the kind of box you cut the wood, you, you, you know, uh, put some varnish on it, and you're good to go. This is this is a time-consuming box to create Absolutely. and to make. It's suede with the brass corners, and when you pick it up, you just don't want to put it down. It's so soft and And, and you've got that swashbuckling sword in there. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's very cool. Well, you have both lit up. And I'm a little, actually all three of you have we lit have. up. And I'm feeling left out here. So without any further delay, we will conduct the National Cigar Lightation here from Command Center Alpha. And the cigar that I'm going to enjoy, of course, is the Espada by Monte Cristo. And I love you have a band at the bottom. We'll pull that. And then, Janelle, you've got an intermediate band. We do. And this intermediate band uh, talks about the Grupo de Maestros. It features the uh, Monte Cristo cross sword logo and the Espada name. I will pull that off because I don't want to no, don't burn create a it. fire here. <laughs> and uh, tell me, beautiful looking, obviously, uh, Monte Cristo band with the Spada yeah. that has the name below it. And let's talk about the wrapper, filler, binder, all the details about the cigar as I get ready to cut and light this beautiful stick. Well, you know what's interesting, Dave? When we created this and we were talking about putting this together, the Placencia sent to our factories their best tobaccos that they had available. And then the team, the Grupo de Maestros and the whole uh, uh, marketing team and Leaf team sat together and we smoked a lot of different blends that were put together from all of these various tobaccos. We came up with one that we really loved and uh, this is it. And then we went back to the Placencias and we said, okay, this is the recipe of the tobaccos that you sent. Let's put it all together. And this has a, a Jalapa wrapper. It's vintage 2010, so it's been aged for quite some time. It has a binder uh, also from Jalapa, vintage 2009. And then the fillers are Jalapa Seco, Ometepe Viso, and Condenga Lijero. Again, all very aged. 2000, and those are all 2008 vintages. I'm getting a little sweetness right off the right There's off the a little bit of sweetness with a lot of spice and a lot of real warm, rich flavors. Janelle, if you don't mind, I'll expand yes, a little on do. what you said. Basically what we did was we've had long-term relationship buying tobacco from the Placenta family. And we're very familiar with the areas that they grow in, even the farms within those areas. Basically, Nestor grows tobacco in four areas of Nicaragua, uh, Jalapa, Esteli, Condega, and Ometepe. So what we did was we went to Nestor and we selected the farms that we wanted to experiment with in creating the blends. We sent all these individual components, wrapper, binder, and filler, a whole array of different tobaccos, and we sent them to both our factories, both Honduras and the DR, and we sort of challenged them to create a new cigar. 
based on these tobaccos. So they created, each factory created their own uh, blend. And they first smoked them internally. Uh, and they, they each created three or four blends that they thought were, were, were good. And then we all met in uh, one of our meetings, the, the Grupo de Maestros, and we then smoked these cigars and we determined which ones we thought were the best, and then we challenged them again to see if they could do better. And finally, it was a process of elimination that we came up with a blend. So it was a true collaboration between the Placencia family and our And then all the Grupo. tobaccos that were used were shipped to Tabacalera de Garcia down in La Romana, or no? The final product you're talking about? Yes. The, uh, what I was uh, trying to explain was the individual components that were right. used to create yeah. the blend Correct. was sent to each factory. Right. The cigar itself right. was manufactured in Nestor's factory oh, in, 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 in Esteli. Yeah. Oh, in Nicaragua. Yeah. Okay, right. gotcha. Nicaragua. Gotcha. Correct. So this Nestor. is the first Monte Cristo outside Correct. the uh, La Romana factory, yeah. which Correct. is the world's largest factory, premium hand rolled cigar right. factory. Right. So this was the first time. And do you think that... Nicaragua is known for a little bit, maybe heartier, a little bit more fuller flavor. Do you think that had something to do? Did you want to try to create something that had a little bit more zip on it? Yes. Yes, something that's more uh, round, more full, more, more uh, robust. It's still very smooth. Yes. And no yeah, harshness. It's a medium no body. It's a me it is medium absolutely body. no harshness. You're exactly right. It's medium body. It's a very it's well balanced. It's got some nice spice to it yep. and some good full round flavor. Well, when I think of Monte Cristo, I think of a special occasion, not just an everyday, but a special occasion cigar. And I always get calls from people saying, you know, I'm going to have a baby, I'm going to have, um, I'm graduating, what do you recommend? And I say, well, you want something that a once a year or an occasional cigar connoisseur will enjoy, or a person who's a big connoisseur will enjoy, especially if you're going to hand it out for a, a baby or a graduation or some other special occasion or promotion. Uh, and so I love to recommend Monte Cristo. And this really hits the gamut, because if you're a, a occasional connoisseur this isn't overpowering if you like a lot of flavor this provides it but again it's very very smooth yeah i also want to add that the placentia family really is really honored that they were given this opportunity they're putting a lot of pride and effort in, into manufacturing this well cigar. like javier said this is your flagship this is right i'm putting a lot of faith in their uh, ability to manufacture the best cigar possible well, this is magnificent great draw very smooth Again, just medium. It's just attractive nice. I'm getting a lot. Of, I'm getting some nice little notes of like uh, sweetness, almost like real subtle cinnamon on it. So, and everybody's palate is different. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. the thing. And that's why you have your group that gets together because everybody has a slightly different take. And together, it, it uh, becomes a unified product. And this is the cigar that you smoked after Charlotte. This that's is exactly right. I left it here. And you sent me a text. That's and right. you said, I love this cigar. What is it? And that's I said, exactly well, right. I can't really and tell you. That's right. And I also like the special Monte Cristo Lounge cigar, the Casa oh, de yes, Monte Cristo. Do. That's right. And we'll talk about that when we okay. come back. And the new Romeo y Julieta 1875. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Sindicato and the new Sindicato Maduro by Sindicato Cigars. The Sindicato is a square-pressed Nicaraguan puro delivering a medium full strength with exquisite taste. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. 
Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers, celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities, blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros, crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos, the first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo, a cigar of pure taste, and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Today's Cigar Dave show was taped at this year's IPCPR convention in Las Vegas. Exclusive coverage is presented in part by Altadas USA, Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, Davidoff Cigars, and Gurkha Cigar Group. Now back to the general, Cigar Dave. I love that I'm in a location that is 100% cigar friendly. No enemies of pleasure. We can enjoy our cigars, little libation, and the company of great people in the world of cigars. Welcome back to our exclusive live televised broadcast coverage from the 2014 IPCPR convention. Rejoin once again with uh, or by Janelle Rosenfeld, Javier Estadas, and Larry Palumbo of Altadas USA. And Janelle, we were talking about Charlotte. And right. before you left, you pulled out this dark box, really cool looking box with this like metal cool metal thing on it and you said here this is our brand new Casa de Monte Cristo right. uh, lounge cigar. Right it's exclusive to our Monte Cristo lounges it's a fabulous Sumatra wrapper. Um, our lounge program is a really great program where we are in 22 different locations now we've partnered with really top retailers across the country looking for more partners. We know that consumers love to smoke a cigar and be with friends, and so these lounges are really a place where people can get together with great retailers and enjoy cigars and enjoy Monte Cristo cigars. Would you like to open one up at my house? Well, maybe Larry we can could. come over the cigar. You, know? you can come over anytime you want, Larry. I got some cushy chairs. We'll do it. Uh, we could do that. Okay. I, I think that would be great. I've got my own Casa de Monte Cristo lounge. That's great. And you could have the cigar then. And I could have the cigar. And here's the story. So you gave me the cigar. Yeah. And uh, Mick the Brit and I stayed in Charlotte for a few extra days. And so we went out with some friends, uh, some fellow uh, connoisseurs, Monday night. I brought the box. They were gone. There were four of us. They were gone by the yeah, next day. They were great, great cigars. Everybody loved them. And uh, tell us about that cigar. Well, as I said, it has a Sumatra wrapper, a Dominican binder, and Dominican and Nicaraguan. One fillers. size. One size for now. For now. Oh, for now. For the time There's being. more to come. Time being. And yeah. suggested retail on that. Suggested retail is $10.50. That's a great price. It's a great price. And, and it's a, a great a super cigar. premium cigar at a very, very good price. Yeah. Great cigar. Larry, you were involved with that cigar? Right. It has uh, Ecuadorian uh, Sumatra wrapper, which... Uh, it's making a comeback. It's a great uh, wrapper. And it different, the difference, I'd say, is that Sumatra is more of a spicy taste. Yeah. 
while the Cuban seed is more of a rounded, full-bodied right. kind of smoke. Right. So 22 Casa de Monte Cristo lounges. Yes. Uh, looking for more. And what is it? Is there a certain criteria that you are looking for? Is there a certain design? Are you standardizing designs? Not really standardizing, but really looking for great partners, people who really support the cigar lifestyle and cigar industry. Certainly, space, a lounge for right. uh, consumers to enjoy cigars. Excellent. Now, one of the very popular brands in the Altadas portfolio is Romeo y Julieta. Perfect Spanish, Dave. Can't say Romeo, it's Romeo y Julieta. Fantastic, very good. Beautiful, and you've got a totally redesigned package on 1875, which was the original Romeo y Julieta. What prompted the changing of the package? Well, we think that um, besides developing um, new, uh, new lines, we also wanted to make sure that we revamp a little bit, if I can use that expression, our existing uh, our existing lines. And we thought 1875, I mean, it's been there uh, so many years. So uh, we came up with uh, this new line. We think that the packaging is very catch uh, eye-catching, and it's brick and mortar, uh, brick and mortar yeah. exclusive. And I will say, this is not replacing the original 1875. This is 1875 by Romeo and Julieta. It's, so this is different. This is. This is I, different. Oh, I thought yeah. it was the same. No, it's, no, it's different. different. This is a new cigar. Yeah, this is a new cigar. I, I stand say, corrected. I say this is a remake uh, of a really great classic film, and this version's in 3D, and it stars Brad Pitt and Angelino Jolie. It does have the Indonesian TBN wrapper. This is an aged wrapper, and this cigar is made in Honduras. Honduras? Yes. So, uh, my mistake. Indonesian TBN was very difficult to obtain for a while. Correct. Has it gotten better? Well... Let me explain that uh, as a company, we buy a tremendous amount of this type of wrapper because we have to buy tobacco also for our sister companies in Spain and uh, France. So we're really the major buyer of this wrapper. It presents us an opportunity because we're buying such big quantities that we can really cream off the best wrapper that we encounter when we buy the tobacco able to age it for long periods of time, and this is really the best TBN that anybody can possibly uh, put on their cigars. And that's a shade-grown wrapper, It's right, a shade-grown wrapper. What does TBN that's, stand for? It's some Dutch uh, acronym. It's like tabak something. Stands for tobacco grown under net, right? Something like yeah. that. Excellent. So yes. you're starting to use that, and how does that uh, wrapper change the taste or, or what, what, is the, what are the characteristics of that wrapper? Well, it's a, it's a spicy tasting wrapper with an exceptional burn. It always produces a very white ash. Beautiful ash. It's free burning. Uh, whenever you light one of these up, you're going to get a really beautiful burning cigar. Okay, so Romeo y Julieta Cigaros 1875, a different blend. And uh, Javier, let's talk about, uh, again, what the process uh, on this, what you were looking for. Well, I mean, basically what we were uh, trying is uh, to come up if I can use that expression, with a modernized version, uh, with a different blend, a cigar that it's, uh, it's pleasant, that it's easy to smoke, and also um, to give a, a little bit of touch of modernity to, to, to this line. No? And also something that uh, we thought it could be very attractive for the brick and mortar, um, brick and mortar customers. No? And, and I think that we work, uh, again, with Grupo de Maestros, we work also with, with marketing, and we came up with this proposition that we are very excited. Well, it's bold. It stands out. You can't miss that red box. I mean, that just flies out on the shelf. You cannot miss that. And Janelle, these uh, sizes and price point? We have five sizes. We have that traditional uh, bully size, which is a 50 by 5 inch Robusto. We have uh, number two, which is 44 by 5 and a half. 
number three, which is 50 by six, a Gordo, a fat cigar, 60 by six, and then that traditional Churchill. And they're priced from $6.15 to $7.25. Great price. It's a perfect price, right in that sweet spot. Larry, it's got Dominican Piloto and Dominican Olor. Talk about the characteristics of each of those. Okay, I want to also add, really an important component of the blend is Pennsylvania tobacco, which is grown in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, primarily by Amish and Mennonite farmers in that area. That's a very heavy, robust, slow-burning tobacco. And that really adds a unique component to this cigar. And that's in the filler as well? That's in the filler. That's one of the components of the filler in addition to Olor and Piloto. Pil uh, Piloto is more of a stronger, more robust tobacco. Olor is more of a sweet-tasting tobacco. But uh, surprisingly, this cigar is is a really full-bodied cigar. That's spicy. It's, it's spicy. It's not a mild by any means. I'd call it medium to full-bodied. So it's probably on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of flavor and strength? 7, seven, eight? seven eight, exactly. Seven, eight. Yes. Uh, you're talking about uh, Pennsylvania tobacco. Yes. Uh, and Pennsylvania Broadleaf, Connecticut Broadleaf. For right. a long time, Connecticut Broadleaf was huge, and I've been talking about this, that over the last number of years with Nicaraguan and Honduran Broadleaf, or, or, or Maduros, Connecticut Broadleaf seemed to have fallen out of favor, but nothing gives you that sweetness on that Maduro like the Connecticut Broadleaf. Correct. It's a unique tobacco that really, they've tried growing Broadleaf in other parts of the world, Northern and they've world. never been able to duplicate the taste. I think one of the reasons it's fallen to favor is it's, it's an economic thing. It's a very expensive tobacco to use because uh, the amount of wrapper you get out of uh, the tobacco is, uh, is, is not great. Also, it's a very big leaf, and you only get basically two cuts, one, one side of the leaf. It's a very big tobacco, so there's a lot of waste. I want to relate the cost of wrapper to the average consumer so they get an idea. If I go into the supermarket to buy, let's say, a pound of roast beef or uh, turkey, you're talking about, what, seven, eight, maybe nine dollars? Some six to nine dollars. A pound of Connecticut Broadleaf would run you how much? Ballpark. In the, in the final version, it's anywhere from 20 to 25 dollars a pound. Now think about that for a second. If you went into right. the supermarket to say, I'll have that for 20 to 25 dollars a pound, you'd look and go, I'm not sure. So people don't realize the expense of that, that wrapper. It's very expensive wrapper to use because of the waste. And it has to be perfect because that's the thing you look at. That's right. going to have great characteristics. Right. It can't be flawed. So you get a relatively yeah. little yield out of each, each leaf. Broadleaf has the advantage, though. Whatever, it can't be utilized as wrapper because maybe there's imperfections in the leaf. It can be utilized as a binder. And really, the, the poorest tobacco can be stripped and used as filler. So we have options to utilize every pound that we buy, but the percent that ends up on wrappers is quite small. Have we seen less Connecticut shade and Connecticut broadleaf grow in the last number of years? Is it getting scarcer? The, the Connecticut shade is getting less and less each year be, simply because of the expense involved. It's a very expensive tobacco to grow. It's very labor-intensive and uh, the acreage has come down considerably of Connecticut shade. You know, years ago, they used to grow 20,000, 30,000 acres, and now I'd say there's probably only about 1,000 acres that grow. And I want to add that we are still the only manufacturer 
that still grows our own Connecticut shade. That's we right. Have, That's we unusual. have a farm there. You know, I love Connecticut Ecuadorian, but there is nothing like that Connecticut, Connecticut shade. Absolutely. That sweetness, that silkiness. Right. And that's why it is such yeah. a, a coveted wrapper. Right. It's more of a heavy leaf compared to the Ecuadorian. And that's still used on your Monte Cristo. Yes. Correct. The Absolutely. Classic, that's yes. still the flagship. And you yes. use the best of the best. Absolutely. That's the only reason really we have the farm there is for Monte Cristo. All right, we will continue. Janelle Rosenfeld, Javier Estadas, Larry Palumbo, Valtadas USA. When we come back, we'll be joined by Javier Elmudesi and Siegfried Mendez from the Dominican Republic. In terms, we'll talk growing, we'll talk the factory. Get three premium cigars each month shipped directly to you. These cigars are selected by the general himself and come in a reusable, customized, zippered pouch. Sign up for the Cigar Dave Officers Club at CigarDave.com. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap, using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg, and that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. Gurkha Cigar Group, maker of the world's finest cigars, is proud to announce several new cigars. Cellar Reserve Edition Especial has a Corojo wrapper and 18-year aged tobacco. It's a medium-body, full-flavor cigar that's packaged in a beautiful piano-finish mahogany box. Royal Challenge Maduro is set inside a traditional leather-style box with a platinum band and embellishment. It pairs the Habano Honduran binder and Nicaraguan Dominican filler with a perfect broadleaf Maduro wrapper. This mild-body full flavor cigar has a smooth draw with earthy flavorful tones and a sweetness on the lips from the wrapper. The classic cigar Havana Blend is from the East India Trading Company. This cigar uses a proprietary blend and filler with 20 different tweakings of the blend to get it just right. It's a box pressed medium body full flavor cigar including earthy nutty overtones. Get these new cigars and all Gurkha cigars at your local retailer. Gurkha Cigar Group, maker of the world's finest cigars. Today's broadcast was taped in July at the 2014 Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas. Cigar Dave's exclusive coverage of the convention is presented by Gurkha Cigar Group, Altatus USA, Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, and Davidoff Cigars. Now, America's Alpha Male-in-Chief, Cigar Dave. We have a loaded stage, so let me reintroduce everybody. Janelle Rosenfeld in the front row, Javier Estadas, Larry Palumbo. In the back row, we have Siegfried Mendez and Javier Elmudesi. 
uh, from the Dominican Republic or República Dominicana. That's the pronunciation. I'm getting there. Uh, Javier Almudesi is the general manager of Pacalera de Garcia, the largest premium cigar factory in the world. And Siegfried Mendez grows all the Dominican tobacco for Altadas and for the, uh, the factory down in the Dominican Republic. So, gentlemen, welcome uh, to the uh, Cigar Dave Show here. And uh, Siegfried, first of all, talk about uh, how you got involved in growing tobacco in the Dominican Republic. I have 20 years experience in this tobacco business, and I'm actually the fifth generation. Fifth generation. My family traced back to Cuba origin. Uh, we had farms in Cuba, in Del Rio. We moved after the Castro. Uh, we moved to Dominican Republic, and we started uh, producing the first Dominican feeders that were coming out in the, in the, the world in uh, 1962. 1962, yes. that was really ahead of the curve yes. because many people went to the Canary Islands first yes. before the Dominican Republic. Yes. In addition to filler, you're also growing now wrapper. And wrapper is very difficult to grow down there. Yes, actually, we have evolved and during the, we started producing filler in the Dominican Republic. Logically, after producing filler, the logical trend is to move ahead and produce binders. We're still in the process evolving. We are trying to produce now Dominican wrapper which uh, we're very fun. We're, we have a lot of uh, uh, expertise behind these products, and we hope uh, in the pipelines in the coming years, you're gonna see some nice Dominican products. Why is it more difficult to grow wrapper in the Dominican Republic than say, fill a reminder? Actually, in tropical countries, a wrapper needs a very stable climate. Not uh, the, the plant cannot be stressed. Tropical countries, you may end up one day with high humidity, the other day is very dry. So actually for rubber, you need to be quite uh, careful of the environment, the yieldings on the rubber, because of the latitude that we are in the world, right. the sun has a lot of influence. So rubber tobacco needs less sun. So we need to pro uh, protect the, the plants with cheesecloths. So you use the shade, the tarpaulin, the, 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 so the it's shade grown. Yes. I didn't realize that. Because of the latitude, because there's more sun, yes. you actually have to, to protect it. Yes, that's right. But also it helps, also sun, uh, helps to produce a full body tobacco. So we're very comfortable that in the coming years we're gonna have a full body wrapper Dominican tobacco. Now, let me ask you, Siegfried, uh, how many farms do you have and where in the Dominican Republic? Actually, we have about 450 farms. 450? 450 farms, that's correct. <laughs> that's a lot of commuting. Yes, <laughs> and actually we su supervise one by one. We know what tobacco, what different tobacco they're growing in each farm, and we classify in different zones. For, for producing different plants and cigars, we actually classify in the, in the three major zones for Piloto, which are La Canela, Navarrete, and Mao. And every farm, even though they could be geographically close, delivers a slightly different taste. That's right. For producing a, a taste, a particular taste to a tobacco, you need the components, is the soil, the microclimate, and then the know-how. The, and the, all of your tobacco goes exclusively to Altanis. Most of our tobacco Most of goes to exclusively to Altanis. All the good stuff. All the good yes. stuff. There you go. That's the key. The good <laughs> stuff. That's, you want the good stuff. Yes. The top shelf stuff. And, and let me bring in uh, Javier Almudesi uh, overseeing the factory. Because you're in the Dominican Republic, do you get to go to the do you go to the the, uh, the farms to see what's going on to get an update? And Larry, I'm sure you do as well. But you kind of keep updated to what's going on, so you're already looking two, three, four years down the road. Yes. I met Xifred uh, at my early ages in Tabacalera de Garcia. When I was in 1996, I joined the company. So by 1997 and 1999, uh, 98, I was involved more in the tobacco operation. 
so I had to go and travel to Santiago more often. So since those ages, I met uh, Siegfried, and also the tobacco farms, you know, all the processes over there, the fermentation, the, you know, the separate, the filler separation from the binders. So it's a very interesting process, which, you know, we are together from a long time, and we have a lot of conversation, trying to get, you know, special seeds, special tobaccos to, for our, you know, for our warehouses. And, and let's talk about uh, Tabacalera de Garcia, the yes. world's largest premium cigar factory. Tell us how many people, how many cigars. That's a huge operation. Been down there many times. Well, Tabacalera de Garcia, it was founded in 1968. Started in the first free zone in the Dominican Republic, which was in La Romana. Today, Tabacalera de Garcia has 5,000 employees. 5,000. Yes, we have about 600,000 square feet in buildings you occupy for productions. You know, in addition to the Grupo de Maestros, I think, you know, the, the, the key of our success in the history, you know, with all these years, has been our people. I mean, this the best asset that we have, the commitment, the engagement of our people is what makes the difference, you know? Absolutely. And this uh, really, I am very proud and honored to represent the factory, you know, not, not in this, only in this uh, convention, but you know, everywhere I go. Well, and I know, Janelle, a number of years ago, you actually had a uh, little tote bag that you gave out that said the people of yes. Tabacalera de Garcia with yes. their pictures, and I thought that was very appropriate because when you go to enjoy a cigar, you light your cigar at home, you're propped up on your chair, you're comfortable, you don't realize the craftsmanship, the number of people that are involved, and when you go down to the factory and you go through this massive uh, uh, facility, you see it's still each individual, one by one, that has that effect on that cigar. It's yes. so true. I, I think probably 200 pairs of hands, 300 pairs of hands, are involved in making the cigar that we smoke. It's close to 300, right. It's how, yeah. how manual is this, this process. Because right. uh, to add what Javier said, I mean, if you see that factory, it's completely manual. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And also, in the case of Safe Mendez, it's another example of the expertise that we are bringing to the to the team. I mean, it's a partnership that we are doing with them, and and this is why we think uh, we are we are being able to to come up with all these great cigars for the U.S. market. And you think of all the precision, just even where the placement of the band goes. It's all by it's, hand. It's all by hand. It's got to be right. The, the shading, boxes. the boxes. People think there's just like an assembly line. It's one by one. Absolutely. And if I can give you an example, uh, going back to the Spadas Monte Cristo. Producing that box, it was really difficult, really, really difficult. And it's amazing, you know, how the team worked in order to be able to come up with that fantastic packaging. So that is an example of how we are approaching the way that we develop cigars in, in Altadis, USA. Yeah, and there's so many uh, steps involved in the precision. And I will say this, going down there, it's a happy workplace. You can tell people take great pride in what yes. they do. And uh, and I know that walking through the factory, you have a cafeteria for everybody. You have a, a health clinic for everybody. You bus people in, transportation, you make everything easy. And you've had many people there who have been working for a long time, a lot of years. Generations. Yes. I, yes, and, you know, there's, there's families. You, I, I would say you're probably the largest employer, if I'm not mistaken, in La Romana. In La Romana, we are the second largest. Second largest. After Central Romana Corporation, yes. Larry. You're talking about uh, growing some Dominican wrapper with Siegfried. So obviously you're involved in this, you're collaborating, and I'm sure you're looking down the road as well. The Dominican wrapper will yield probably a heartier taste, I would assume. We'll have to wait and see. You don't know we yet? Are, we really don't know yet. It's it's not The Dominican Republic is not an easy area to grow wrapper, historically, but if he can't do it, nobody can. Yeah, he can. You know, I've, <laughs> I've known his family for 40 years. They are far and away, I can't emphasize this enough, the, the best growers, 
Also, they process the tobacco better than anybody else. They strip the tobacco better than anybody else. I've worked for other companies, and my goal was always to try to buy their tobacco, but it was very difficult. They had a, a very close relationship with Consolidated Cigar and then uh, now Altidus. Uh, they have a lot of pride in what they do, and they're, they're far and away the, the, the best of what they do in the Dominican Republic. Siegfried, the pressure is on. Well, they got to deliver. They they're, they're waiting. Larry is counting no the days. They stand up to the job. And even by the time that tobacco is in, out of the ground and it's harvested, it's got to be two years until you can even really find out whether or not, because you have to properly age it, ferment it. It's got to sit. It's got to sit. Rush it. Yep. You can only smoke it. That's the final test. That's exactly yeah. right. And I'm sure the Grupo de Maestros will. Uh, We'll yeah, we're looking that. forward to it. It's really going to be interesting. I, I need an honorary group of the Maestro Squibera, by the way. I think those okay. are, you know those are with, the, with, the, with, the, with the cuffs and everything. We'll give you one. Good. I've got to tell you, that's very, very sharp. Well, it's been an informative hour, as always. A pleasure having everybody here. And, Larry, I see, we got to get together more often in the Cigar Absolutely, City. Yeah. We're neighbors. I mean, so yeah, i got to see you. cook you a meal. Thanks. Uh, I'll have you a, waiting. Uh, there you go. I was at your house a number of years ago, and right. I'll bring you over to the uh, the Pleasure Palace, and we'll have steaks on the grill, the libations, but you bring the cigars. I will do that. Done deal. Janelle Rosenfeld, Javier Estadas, Larry Palumbo. We've got Siegfried Mendez, Javier Amudisi, down for the Dominican Republic. It has been a pleasure and a delight to have you all this hour, as always. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Cigar Dave is not here today, as he's off on a clandestine assignment this week. This is Voice Talent Ed, welcoming you to today's show, which was pre-taped in July at the 2014 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas, Nevada. This hour, you'll hear from La Cia Tobacco, Toronto Family Cigars, A.J. Fernandez Cigars, and the Sindicato Cigar Group. Sit back, relax, light up a cigar, and pour yourself a cocktail for two hours of cigar intel you can't get anywhere else. My pleasure to welcome Sam Lucia here to the main stage 
Happy to be here. Thanks Broadcast for having me. Broadcast Plaza 1A, good to see you, my friend. It's a pleasure. Tell us a little bit about your background before we talk about uh, the uh, La Silla tobacco uh, brands, but tell us about your uh, background in the world of cigars. Uh, well, in, in the world of cigars, uh, well, I mean, prior to cigars, I was actually in the liquor industry for about 12 years, and uh, I, I used to trade my, my liquor booze for cigars I couldn't afford, and I had an opportunity to go to a factory about 14 years ago, and I rolled my first cigar uh, down there as a tourist, and there was a, a moment where uh, one of the, uh, uh, you know, one of the, the tour guides would, would took a leaf out of the drying barn, and he deveined it, and he wrapped two guys' uh, cigars that were smoking it. They pretty much smoking it down to here, and it, it had made such a change to the cigar uh, that they, you know, they kept raving about it. So uh, I didn't get a chance to try it, but when I went home, I started taking cigars apart. I would take a wrapper off something I liked, I transplanted on a different cigar, and uh, so I kind of got into you know, just some Frankenstein-type blending uh, of my own just to understand what it is I liked and didn't like. And uh, so I've, I've been really been smoking cigars since high school. And after uh, my wife was pregnant with her second child and we wanted to move back to the East Coast, so I was looking for some, some work uh, in the cigar business because I, had, I certainly had a passion for it. <laughs> and I had an opportunity to work uh, as a uh, sales rep for the Oliva Cigar Company. And, uh, you know, took, uh, was just a, you know, a salesman, had a territory, and uh, ended up working, uh, you know, I, gotta, I guess I got to say these words allegedly uh, developing, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know the, the Nub cigar and the Cane cigar. And, you know, we had a, a fallout and, uh, you know, I'm on my own and, uh, you know, things are good. Water under the bridge, truthfully. Uh, very happy to be uh, on my own. And I've launched uh, the La Silla Tobacco Company, um, you know, just over a year ago and launched with the black and the white. And, and I have a new, uh, a new cigar called the Luchador. So, I mean, that's kind of the, the short version of it. One door closes, another one opens. Absolutely. And you're affiliated with uh, Charlie Tarano, the Tarano Family Cigar Company, and doing some of your distribution. And they're a great group of people. Absolutely. Very good. Very good, genuine people. Absolutely. So let's talk about the cigar that we are looking at uh, that, are, that is on the desk from La Silla Tobacco, the Luchador. And there is a wrestling story behind it. Well, I, uh, I wanted to do a, uh, a Mexican San Andreas wrapper uh, uh, cigar. Uh, so you know, when I was working on, on this blend, and then, you're, you know, then it's time for, for the packaging of it, uh, I'm a big wrestling fan. So I, I, it was a pretty much no-brainer. There really wasn't any other options. It was, this was the luchador from, from the beginning. And uh, you know, I, I think it just, it just tied in pretty well. On the, on the mask, a, a traditional luchador, uh, his mask is either, it has uh, markings on the mask that would be portrayed to his character or his past. And, and my mask is no different. I have uh, the tobacco leaves, which is, you know, my life and my passion. And, and actually, in the, 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 I've got my logo with the LT. A lot of people don't realize there's a T in that L, uh, but that's La Silla Tobacco. And then uh, this uh, symbol right here is actually the radium and sparks. I was in the Navy, and that was my logo when I was in the military. And tell us what... Uh, what about the blending of this cigar, what went into it? Uh, you said you wanted a Mexican San Andrean a wrapper, but tell us uh, again the whole process. Well, I, I, uh, in developing the blend, it, it actually ended up as a five-country blend. The wrapper is a San Andreas Mexican Maduro. The binder is a Habano grown in, uh, in Ecuador. Uh, the filler has uh, Honduran Lijero, which I've never uh, really dealt with much. Uh, and then there's also Pennsylvania Lijero, which is uh, it's kind of an interesting strength. Uh, in the Lijero. It, it, it's, all, it's like a silky smooth strength. It's, uh, it's very smooth uh, and, and a unique, uh, unique... We were talking about that earlier, Pennsylvania Dutch is very difficult to grow. 
because not just grow, but but ferment because it is you don't get a lot of yield out of it, and it's a very thick leaf. Same thing with Connecticut broadleaf, but the flavor com composition of those wrappers are excellent. It's very good. And then and then uh, to finalize the blend, there's El Matepe, which is uh, you know an island in the center of Lake Nicaragua. Right. It's very all volcanic uh, ash soil, which yeah. is great. There's actually three tobaccos in this blend that are volcanic soil grown: the the wrapper, San Andreas, uh, the Ecuador binder, and then the Ometepe. So there's three you know volcanic soil, which uh, you know the point of that is there's very little fertilizers right. that are used. It's a very fertile, very natural, uh, good soil. And in terms of the number of sizes and suggested retail price on the Luchador? I have uh, four sizes. I chose some good names uh, for my sizes. The, uh, there's the El Guapo, which is the handsome one from, uh, I'm a big Three Amigos fan, so right. that's El Guapo. Uh, oh, you're the, you're the one viewer of Three Amigos, the movie. I am the you're one. You're the one. I am the Juan. The El Guapo is, uh, is the Toro size. Right. I have the uh, uh, Castigo, which is the punishment. And that's the, the double Toro. There's the uh, uh, El Hombre, which is uh, Robusto. And then I have the Loco Perfecto, uh, which is, uh, that's what actually what I have here. It's a very nice looking Perfecto. This is uh, one, of my, one of my best selling sizes, truthfully. That's a beautiful looking stick. I mean, that's a very well rolled cigar. That is, that is a pretty, uh, I want to get a, there we go. Look at that. That is, look at the ends on that. This, is, this cigar will ash to the band is, almost every time. Point. That is a beautiful cigar. What's the suggested retail on this Perfecto? These, are, these range just a, a, a little under the, the black and white pricing, uh, but you're going to get these for you know under $10 uh, based on taxes. Let's talk about the Lasia White and the Lasia Black. Which came out first? Well, the, the black and the white was a, was a concept. Um, I, I wanted to create two uh, very distinct cigars from each other. I like to say opposite ends of the palette. Um, and I thought really the best way to achieve that was to use two different factories in two different countries. So the white is made in Nicaragua, the black is made in, in the Dominican Republic. Um, I've actually sourced the tobacco for this, for these blends, um, and, and you know, and, and I'm, it just seems odd calling myself a master blender, but you know, I, I am the master blender. Um, the, uh, the white is, uh, again, made in, in Nicaragua. Uh, the binder is a, uh, or uh, the wrapper is an African sun-grown. It's not in like a Cameroon, but it's a little darker, it's a little richer if you were to compare that to a, a traditional Cameroon. So the Cameroon has a little bit of sweetness, some tooth to it, some spiciness. And some nuttiness. Right, this is a little bit uh, fuller, a little it, heavier. It is a little fuller. Uh, I, I think people think because the, the white has a white band and the black has a black band that the white is lighter and milder. Right. And, and truthfully, it wasn't blended that way. Okay. Uh, the white is, is to me, uh, you know, a, a little more full. Uh, but the, the wrapper's an African sun-grown, the binder's uh, Habano. Uh, the filler has uh, Nicaraguan and Dominican Lijeros, and then there's Pennsylvania Seco. Again, my home state, and throwing some Pennsylvania. A lot of Pennsylvania in those, yeah. in those blends. Yeah. And then the, the black is uh, made in the Dominican Republic. It uses a, uh, a Habano wrapper. Uh, the binder's a Nicaraguan Rosado, which gives you a little bit of that black table pepper. Uh, the filler has Nicaraguan and Dominican Lijeros. There's Brazilian Matafina, which adds a nice little spice flavor to it. And then there's the Dark Fire, which is the wood fire cured tobacco that's grown in Kentucky and in Tennessee. Uh, instead of air cured, it's, it's fire cured. It's, really, it's smoked. Uh, I'm only using about a quarter of a leaf in there. Um, and to me, it, it kind of just uh, it kind of accents the blend. It, it, it ties it all together. I like to how say it's you... like cilantro in a, in a salsa. It just ties it all together. And how did real do procure that Tennessee and that Kentucky fire cured tobacco? I, I actually, it found me. I wasn't looking for it. I, I wasn't familiar with it. Um, but again, you know, I, I, I'd sourced my tobacco and I'm, I'm in one of the, uh, you know, one of the brokers. And uh, I mean, these are like, you know, I don't know if you've been to one of these, but it's like an airplane hangar loaded with bales of tobacco to the ceiling. I mean, anything you could, you could name is in there. So I had asked for tobaccos that I'm very familiar with and wanted to blend with. Um, and then ask for some things that maybe I haven't heard of, or some just some off-the-wall kind of kind of tobaccos. 
And I know I'd already had a base blend for the black, but I wanted to add just something different. And when I came across this uh, this bale, I mean, I knew from 10 feet away it was the most different thing I could, I, I mean, the aroma was just incredible. So I, I knew I wanted to play with it and do something with it. And I really just kept breaking it down and using uh, smaller and smaller amounts. Um, but I, I'm getting my, my, my Tennessee and, and, connect, and Kentucky tobacco out of uh, the Dominican Republic, which is kind of funny. That is very odd yeah. that it goes all the way from the U.S. to Dominican, and that's how you procure it. Right, right. And, and what, what have consumers, what has their reaction been What on the tasting notes? What, what have you found? Is there a certain connoisseur that gravitates towards the white or towards the black? Yeah, it, you know, there's, there's certain pockets. Uh, you know, I get asked all the time which, which one does better, and in certain markets and in certain stores, uh, one does outperform the other, but uh, as far as the total numbers across the, across the country, it's, I'm, I'm selling everything I'm making, so there's nothing that's sitting uh, that I'm not moving, so they're both doing very well. And what is your personal preference in terms of your flavor profile that you like? And clearly, obviously, every one of these cigars has a bit of it, but what's, is there an area that you've looked at you're, you're going to be exploring that maybe you haven't touched on yet in your existing brands? Uh, you mean uh, like for down the road? Yeah, or, or uh, exactly. You know, something that, that I've been experimenting with is um, Connecticut grown in Nicaragua, Nicaraguan Connecticut and, and some uh, Honduran Connecticut. It's, uh, it's a dark, it almost looks habano, but it's got that very mild, mild flavor, but it's a very unique uh, wrapper. I mean, there's a, obviously Connecticut's grown in, in Ecuador right. and, uh, you know, it's a very creamy, uh, very, very nice uh, wrapper. And, you know, I, I'm experimenting with some, like I said, some Nicaraguan Connecticut, and I'm pretty excited about that. But I don't have any, you know, any details or any, anything coming out, but it's just something I've been playing around with. Well, that's going to be interesting, uh, especially because you don't know what you're going to get when you take that seed from Connecticut and you, you take it down to Nicaragua, Honduras, or the Dominican Republic. And I'm very good friends with uh, John Oliva, uh, junior and senior of Oliva Tobacco in Tampa. And they always say... You, you never know what Mother Nature is going to, going to provide. You think it's going to come out one way, and it always comes out another. Right. So that's going to be very interesting to see if you get that same sweetness with a darker wrapper. It's very That'll unique. throw a lot of people off. Absolutely. That's, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> there you go. Very good. The Luchador, the Lasia White, the Lasia Black. Sam Lasia of Lasia Tobacco, good to see you. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. And next time we'll go to Prometis when we're in uh, Pittsburgh. You're again. on. You're That'll on. be great. Want to know what's on the general's mind during the week? Mm-hmm. Interact with him anytime on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
I cannot tell you how many times lieutenants come up to me and say, General, I wish I could enjoy the same great cigars you get to sample before everyone else. Well, good news. For the last nine years, you've been able to do that. If you've joined my Cigar Dave's Officers Club, every month you will receive three cigars direct to your door shipped in a fantastic Officers Club custom Ziploc cigar pouch. Membership is $22.95 per month. There's no long-term contracts. You're not satisfied? You can cancel whenever you want. It makes a great gift for birthdays, holidays. In fact, I suggest you take an Officers Club membership and spoil yourself. Sample the gamut from mild to full, natural to Maduro, Robusto to Perfecto. The Cigar Dave's Officers Club has great cigars delivered to you every single month. Join today at CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club and enjoy great cigars. I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. Crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate. Available exclusively to local tobacconist, 1875 Romeo y Julieta. The next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. Today's show was taped in July at the 2014 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention. Cigar Dave's exclusive coverage is presented in part by Davidoff Cigars, Gurkha Cigar Group, Altadas USA, and Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. Now, back to the general, Cigar Dave. Great to welcome a couple of longtime friends here to Command Center Alpha, Charlie Torano of Torano Family Cigars. I got it right. General, it's always good to be and with Carlos you. Carlos Yaka. Nice yeah, to see you, Carlos. Always a pleasure. Carlos, General. you're looking very good. Charlie, uh, you. you know, maybe you should go to... <laughs> Listen, I'm sandwiched between two models here. I don't know what I'm going to do. We're we're trying to teach him, General. But you know what? I don't have a cigar named after me. Uh, Well, General, we can make that happen for you. Or I always said I wanted to uh, go by when Greece was in trouble, and they were talking about selling islands. I said, why don't we get all the cigar-friendly alpha males together, buy an island, we'll call it Cigar Davios. (laughs) And here's what went. It's 100% cigar-friendly. There's no taxes, but... There's not going to be any government dole outs and government uh, feeding at the government go. trough. That's the and there is no alimony whatsoever. <laughs> and basically, divorce is you just say, I'm divorced, you're done. <laughs> and you can have as many wives as you want. That is paradise. All right, let's talk about uh, Charlie Torano Captiva. Well, one of the things I'm really excited about, uh, General, is that uh, this is the first time we've named a cigar. You know, after myself, you know, we've always, we're a family business. I'm the fourth generation in the business. And uh, all our brands have been named after my grandfather and my father. And uh, Captiva is a name that's very special to my family. We've been uh, really vacationing in this, this paradise for over 20 years. It's very special to my family, my kids, my extended family. So we thought, you know, it's a great place to smoke cigars. It's a place where I have great memories smoking cigars. So that's what Captiva represents. And uh, again, the Charlie Torano represents our first uh, our first launch in, uh, into this new generation. 
of the Taranio family. Well, Charlie, you're not a young guy anymore, so it's about time you named a cigar after yourself. <laughs> <laughs> time is running out, huh? Gee, I'm feeling really good right now. Uh, uh, so tell you. me about, listen, you know i got to give you a hard time Absolutely. when you come up here. That's, that's just par for the course. But tell me about the Captiva. I mean, obviously, it's got your name. It bears your name. It bears right. a very special place that you, you've enjoyed uh, vacationing with your family. So clearly, this has got to be a blend that represents you. It does. Uh, th this is a blend. Look, I've always, the Torano family has always been known for making very flavorful, medium-bodied cigars. And while this, I would say, is a little medium-plus in terms of its strength, this is the type of cigar uh, that you can enjoy in every setting at any time of day. It's all about the flavor in our family. It's always been. And so we combined a nice Ecuadorian wrapper with some great fillers from Nicaragua. Uh, and it's and to me, you know, Nicaragua has always been one of my favorite uh, tobaccos. So. And uh, how many sizes? We have four sizes. We have a, a Robusto, a 5x52, a Toro, a 6x50. We have a bit of a more traditional Churchill in a 7x47, and uh, what we call the BFC, the 6x60. And we know what that stands for. I, it may stand for what you think, yeah. it may not. <laughs> well, I love the box. I love this blue. It's like a, a almost like a, a navy aqua blue. It's just a really beautiful looking uh, color, which yeah, I... Like an ocean blue. Yeah, an ocean blue, or, but a deeper ocean blue, but just, just very, very, very uh, impressive. Now, Carlos, in terms of the cigar in front of you, the brick, and by the way, I already know what the sequels are going to be. The lead brick, and I can't say what the third one is, but I told you guys what, I, what my suggestion is. That stays between us, General. That's right. Well, the brick is, is a brand that we've had for a while. It's, it's been such good for us that we decided to upgrade it, and um, we, we brought it out in, in these 100-count boxes now. It's a, it's a box press line. You've got it now in, in a 6x60 and a 7x56. So this is a, a more of a premium brand. It's got a Ecuadorian seed Sumatra wrapper, Honduran binder, Honduran Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan was, was the new piece that we added to up the blend, so to speak. And, and uh, just one size of the brick? Two. Two sizes. Two size. Seven by 56 Churchill and a six by 60 BFC. BFC. And, oh, you got a BFC and, in that and one too. BFC <laughs> standard for us. I like that BFC name. Right, absolutely. Beautiful. Oh, it's a little edgy. It is. It's a little bit. Well, it's not your grandfather's Torano family cigar. No, definitely not. Although, you know what? Something I find interesting, though, is talking to my father back in the 60s and the 70s where, you know, box press was just such a... That was a like a revolution. Yeah. It was a revolution. That was that was a sin. You couldn't do that. Completely. But now, I, I, personally, I love it. I, mean, I do, I, too. Right? When I smoke a cigar, I tend to press it anyways, yeah. right? And after a yeah. while. So to me, I love a good box press cigar. And I heard you mention earlier in the show when you talk about sometimes you take a 660 and you right. box press right. it, you get all that additional tobacco. It doesn't look like a 60, right. but you're using the same amount of tobacco. Uh, people probably know when you make a box press cigar, you would make it the same way you would make a, a regular round cigar, and then we press it. Right. So for those that sometimes get intimidated by, well, I don't smoke such a big ring gauge cigar, you can get all that flavor in a, in a 60 ring gauge in a box press. So in this particular blend, it's really good. Suggested retail for the brick? Under $5. Under five bucks? Under $5. Yes. Ship, ship a couple cases of each one to, to <laughs> Command Center Alpha back Absolutely. in the Cigar City. Let's talk about very quickly the, the vault. Interesting concept, yeah. done very well. Well, the, the vault is something we're really proud of. Uh, the Torano family, we've been, my father started blending cigars back in 1980. Although we were growing tobacco, we started to transition into the cigar side of the business. We've always kept a, kept a blend book. Not only blends that we were making, we were, some that we were making for others, some that we were experimenting. Uh, but we had so many different blends that instead of creating something new, we decided to go back to some of the blends that were in that book. 
We keep that book, by the way, in a safe deposit box, literally in a bank vault. So thus the name blends, you know, uh, or uh, blends from the vault. It, these are blends that come from that book that we keep in the vault in the bank. And so we've really enjoyed going back to some of those blends that we played with all those years ago, tweaking it a little bit, adding some little depacco here and there. Instead of reinventing the wheel, we had some really special blends. And uh, right now, as you know, we have two. We have the, we call it the black one and the red one, the A008 and the D042. And those are the numbers that you use, the designations. That's right. And it's like a little recipe book. You got it all in there. Yeah, it really is. And so that's that's been a... That's been something that we're really proud of and uh, something that we enjoy and, you know, look for more blends from the vault. It's always great to see you. We'll see you guys uh, next time for Dim Sum down in Miami. I look forward to it, Jack. Or, 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 or Hooters. Charlie Taranio, Carlos Yaka, is always good to see you from Taranio Family Cigars. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Sindicato and the new Sindicato Maduro by Sindicato Cigars. The Sindicato is a square-pressed Nicaraguan Puro delivering a medium full strength with exquisite taste. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. Walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Today's Cigar Dave show was taped at this year's IPCPR convention in Las Vegas. Exclusive coverage is presented in part by Altatus USA, Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, Davidoff Cigars, and Gurkha Cigar Group. Now back to the general, Cigar Dave. My pleasure to welcome from A.J. Fernandez, Chris Kachaturian. Chris, how are you? Good to see you. How are you doing? Good to see you, too. And Rob Streitz, good to see you, Rob. You too, Dave. Welcome to the uh, the big stage. Thank you. Now, Chris, interesting story with A.J. Fernandez, because he's gone from one roller to, what, a thousand or a thousand employees in a matter of a few short years. I lost count. You lost count? Yeah. 
What, what do you think you have down there now? I have a star. I'm very, very blessed and I'm very, very lucky to find this kid. I call him kid because I'm much older than him. This kid was born and raised in the heart of tobacco grown uh, area in uh, Cuba, which is called Pinar del Rio. And yeah, that's like, the heart of it all. In exactly. And tobacco is in their blood. This kid is the real deal Cuban guy. Three generations of tobacco. I hope his grandpa was alive. He was going to make his grandpa so proud. And how did you hook up with uh, AJ? By accident. I, I think it was destiny. I met him and I fell in love with Where'd him. Where'd you meet him? In uh, Esteli. Oh, in Nicaragua? Yes. You were just out one night? Uh... Yeah. Just hanging out, checking factories like always. Yeah. And I meet this kid. And that was it? And that was it. And, Lo and, and love at it, the how, first sight. And, and, <laughs> and, and how did it come about where you said, let's get to get, let's do business together. Let's, let's partner up. I saw the passion in this kid. And I was like saying to myself, is it really I'm so lucky nobody else saw this kid before me? Nobody saw the potential? Maybe I'm lucky. I said, kid, you have to make it in this cigar business because you deserve it. There aren't too many people have that passion, drive, discipline. And you started with what, one, two rollers? Yeah. And now your facility, you have how many, how many farms do you have now? We have right now about four to five farms and we're trying right now the next two, three years, we want to have enough farm to be self-efficient. Well, and that's a problem. If you don't have the, the, the raw cigar tobacco, especially with the shortages now, you're in trouble. And so now you've got your own tobacco. Yeah. You've got a huge facility. And it looks like the Ritz-Carlton. You showed me pictures. It looks like the Ritz-Carlton down in Nicaragua. <laughs> it is, it's an incredible facility. And you've been making great cigars. And the San Latano is a line that uh, you launched about three, four years ago now? Yes. And that has really exploded. And uh, Rob, let's talk about San Latano because many people are certainly familiar with the San Latano Oval, which undisputably, indisputably, put A.J. Fernandez on the map. But Absolutely. there's so many more great cigars because you got the San Latano Habano, the Maduro, the Connecticut. Uh, now you've got the San Latano the Bull. We're going to be launching the New World, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But San Latano has really grown from that oval now to really a complete line. You know, David, that's important. And one thing that we haven't really done as a corporation is we have not overproduced blends. Well, and now that you've got the tobacco with four or five farms and more farms coming online, yeah. uh, that's the kind of thing that allows you to experiment and grow tobacco. And now you grow and you, you just store it. You let yeah. it ferment, you let it age. Exactly. The yeah. bull has been a, a winner for us, wouldn't you say, Chris? Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's a 10 count box. It's an Ecuadorian Sumatra. It's beautiful. Uh, great story you told me. You said that, A.J., you were looking at farms, and in the distance you see in the farm a bull. And it's sitting, looking straight at you, and A.J. said, I just, that, that bull represents, just it's strong, it's powerful. I got to name a cigar, call it the bull. And that's exactly what you did. Yeah, he wouldn't budge. He was just kept looking at us and says, you know what, you have a problem, go to hell. Well, well you <laughs> said like the bull. So he didn't want you going on his territory, he's territorial. Uh, now, in terms of the bull, how does that differ from the regular San Latano line? I, I, to me, it's got a little bit more, little more flavor to it, a little bit more spiciness to it, but still not over the top. And it has lots of, lots of Ligero and Vicio in it. It's almost all Ligero and Vicio. And Ligero is the strongest part of the, yes. of the tobacco leaf. And the San Latano Oval certainly is uh, got to be one of the most the, the most popular selling cigars that you have. It's an, a unique shape. Chris, how did that shape come about? I was looking at my big lighter. A big lighter? 
when I was like, like the cheaper ones. Yeah, like almost I was like almost drunk, and I'm looking at it. I said, could it be? <laughs> and next day I checked all the malls, and I saw one mall that was done by mistake, and right. it looked like a little bit roundish on the edges. I asked the supervisor. I said, can you make me a couple of cigars? And he did, and they looked beautiful, ovalish. And that was I, it. I said oval. So no big marketing plan, no big, no big business no, it just plan. Happened. It just happened. And Dave, you know what? it was our post-it note. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? That's really the way most things happen, I think, in the cigar business or the cigar industry, where manufacturers start playing around and something happens and they say, let's try it. And and it ends up becoming a big hit. All right, beautiful. Now, we are going to be in Buffalo Saturday, August 16th for Buffalo Smoke on the Water 3, live broadcast right from the Buffalo Launch Club. And it is going to be presented by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. And we are going to be launching the cigar that I'm going to enjoy for litation right now. And it is the New World by A.J. Fernandez. And Chris, I'll let you talk about this blend, this cigar. How did this come about? A.J. basically decided to make a really, really good cigar and put it in, in as many hands as possible. This is going to be around $6 retail. This is a great price for the cigar. And the cigar is really, really great. And this is like a rectangular press. Yes. This is really, this is just, a feels great in the hand. Uh, I like the band. It's definitely a little bit more traditional. Uh, and tell me about, uh, Rob, the, the wrapper filler binder, the flavor profile, as I get ready to use my self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel cutter. All Nicaraguan profile on this cigar. It's a Puro. It's got a little Ometepe into it, so it gives you a little bit of hints of other flavors, but look at that wrapper on it. It's called a dark Nicaraguan wrapper on it. Four different sizes. Retails roughly around the six-point range. And, uh, you know, Dave, it comes in a box of 21. They pay for 20. So you get 20, buy 20, get one free. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. And, and I have to tell you that this almost looks like an Oscuro wrapper. It's so dark. It's, it's a really dark, dark chocolate-looking wrapper. I use my Lotus 52 on this. Gently toast the foot of this cigar. And this is the cigar that will officially be launched for the very first time at, ironically, the Buffalo Launch Club at Smoke on the Water 3. So uh, this is going to be a big, uh, I think, a big hit. And tell me about the flavor profile of this in terms of what you were looking to blend, Chris, on this particular cigar with AJ. It has everything that any cigar lover is looking for. It has the body, it has the balance, and it has the aroma. You can all find it in there. Very draw. Jalapa, Candega, it's all that rich, you know, Nicaraguan tobaccos that people are looking for now. Perfect draw. Easy draw, beautiful. You nice want, taste you want us to wait till you can smoke the cigar and finish it? Yeah, wait for about 15 minutes, then no I'll problem. talk to you. Stand by. Okay, Rob, you were saying? <laughs> yes, Chris, we'll see. You had a good time here. <laughs> I got to This has hints of dark chocolate in it. Yeah. It really does. Nice, and, and I have to thank uh, whoever brought me my some Cafe Cubano, so I will uh, say cheers as I take a little sip of this. We don't raid around here. I don't see co Coffee Cubano. No, you see you, you can, <laughs> listen, you can see the fancy cup they gave it to me. Yeah, in, I uh, see you know, that. Plastic or a little paper cup. But I tell you, this is beautiful. This is a pleasant cigar. I think some people may think it's going to be a super full body because of the dark wrapper. Yeah. But this is really a nice medium, even about six bucks in just a retail. Yeah. And even though we're launching it mid-August, when will the official availability be? September? On the cigar? We are going to start shipping that cigar in two weeks. Two weeks? So to coincide, uh, coincide roughly around the time we do the Buffalo yeah. Smoke on the yeah. Water 3. Fantastic. Now, You'll be the first event to have it, Dave. First event in the You'll entire the world. First, first Beautiful. Event. And those that attend, everybody attending, 
that purchase their tickets, this is what you will receive. This is the special A.J. Fernandez Cigar Dave Smoke on the Water 3 Assault Pack. It's got uh, a San Latano Bull, two New Worlds, a San Latano Habano, and a San Latano Maduro. Look at that, that is beautiful. We'll have a nice custom uh, special applied sticker on there. And I'll tell you, everybody that, uh, that gets this, I think you're going to be selling a ton of these because I think people are going to smoke two or three of these during the entire day at the Buffalo Launch Club. So it is a beautiful looking uh, stick. Now let's talk about some of the other uh, cigars in the line. People forget about the San Latano Connecticut. It's oh, yeah. a nice, mild flavored, mild, medium uh, flavored cigar. People forget about that, and that's a great stick as well. Absolutely. Ecuadorian Connecticut, a lot of flavors to it. It's very complex. Um, we just build that cigar right. AJ does everything right in this industry. Now, in terms of uh, future cigars, working with uh, AJ, is it basically a structured process or is you go down there on a regular basis and you just, every time you go down, you start experimenting? How does, how does it work when you decide you want to come up with a new blend? Basically, the tobacco dictates if we're going to make, uh, come up with a new blend or not. I'll give you an example. We decided to launch an annual limited edition, which is called Majimbe. This year, we couldn't launch it because the tobacco was not ready. So at the end of the day, whatever tobacco is processing, fermenting, if he finds it right, it's time to do a new blend, he'll do it. Otherwise, he'll just wait for the tobacco to get in the best shape possible. And how many uh, million cigars now are you making out of the A.J. Fernandez factory down in Nicaragua? I don't have my laptop on me, but oh, I know we make a lot. 50,000 sticks a day, close to 50,000 cigars a day? That is absolutely incredible. So. And you work, what, six days a week down there or five days? No, no, I don't believe in six days work. Yeah, <laughs> seven days work for you guys. <laughs> Latin America, the work hours are 44. So what we do is from Monday to Thursday, we work one extra hour, Friday, normal, and then Saturday they, cannot, they can have a uh, Saturday off. So Saturday, Sunday's off. Yeah. So you're, I believe in two-day rest. So there you go. And, and you're, so you roll about 12 million cigars a year out of that factory. That's incredible. And it's still growing. And once you have more tobacco, you're going to be able to do some very unique things as well, which is yeah. fantastic. Chris Cacciatore and Rob Streitz from A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Get three premium cigars each month shipped directly to you. These cigars are selected by the general himself and come in a reusable, customized, zippered pouch. Sign up for the Cigar Dave Officers Club at CigarDave.com. Hi, I know everybody's familiar with the 95 rated Decade, one of the finest cigars ever made and produced by Rocky Patel. Well, he outdid himself. I'm here to introduce a new Decade Cameroon. It's got a beautiful African Cameroon wrapper on it. And when you put this wrapper with the wonderful blend of the Decade cigar, it just takes it to another level. You get that little sweetness on the back of your palate. You get the cedar, the hickory notes with a little bit of spice. You know what I want to do? I want to just sit in my backyard or on my patio or a bar stool and enjoy the cigar. You can take it all the way down. I tell you, Rocky, you outdid yourself on this one. And if you haven't tried it, it's going to be at your local retail store. Go get yourself one. You won't be disappointed because this cigar, man, does it smoke great. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no, it's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency. 
are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo jumbo. And the Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog, dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Today's broadcast was taped in July at the 2014 Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas. Cigar Dave's exclusive coverage of the convention is presented by Gurkha Cigar Group, Altadas USA, Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, and Davidoff Cigars. Now, America's Alpha Male-in-Chief, Cigar Dave. My pleasure to welcome to our uh, main broadcast plaza stage, longtime friend, Jim Colucci, the uh, president of Syndicato Cigars. Jim, good to see you again. Hey, Dave, as always, it's great to be on your show and great to be with you. Just like old times, we used to do all the remotes together for uh, about, what, 15 years? Long time. That's about, yeah. I missed, I missed those days. Absolutely. We'll have to do those again sometime. Uh, Jim, you've been pretty busy the last, oh, year or so, starting a brand new cigar company. Uh, in conjunction with some retailers across the country, literally taking it from nothing to now five different cigars, uh, four premium cigars, one still a premium cigar, but more of a value price cigar. And you have just launched two cigars, your your uh, namesake Syndicato and Syndicato Maduro, which have been huge hits very quickly. Yeah, Dave, this, the Syndicato basically is the flagship brand. I mean, in going forward... Uh, probably most of the brands will, if we launch more than brands, they will be a syndicato, uh, different varieties, different line extensions. I don't. Well, we're not going to be one of those companies that launches four, five, six brands every show. Basically, we're going to get down to one brand a year. So you won't see another brand from us until next year. Well, and you give the attention that you need to really build a brand. Yeah. Well, we, we think what we want to be is a strict boutique company, only catering to the brick-and-mortar retailer and giving the consumers something that's unique and different, and we just don't want to have them changing to too many brands within our own lineup. So we're happy with what we're doing. It's been a great success. You're probably one of our biggest helpers. Uh, you had a few litations with our brands, and uh, you've been a great proponent of it, and uh, we thank you for everything you've done. You started off with Affinity, a nice, mild, Connecticut-flavored cigar. And that is a cigar you can have any time of day or night. It's very pleasant, mild, creaminess, notes of sweetness, with flavor, and at a great price point. Yeah, I mean, when we started the company, Dave, and you know I spoke to you, get some advice from you, we both know that even though there's this trend for the young smoker and to smoke strong, medium to three-quarter or three-quarter to full, the majority of the smokers that are out there and the majority of the people that are buying cigars for many years, 70% are smoke Connecticut or a mild cigar in the morning. It's kind of like their morning day cigar. So we had to have one cigar like that. Affinity was the, the cigar, and I patterned it after some of the cigars I used to make at my old company. I won't mention it. I don't want them to get upset, but I think it's a... Uh, 
a, a great cigar at a great price. Right. And if you want a morning cigar, this is a cigar. The Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper just makes a great smoke for the morning. Not my cigar, but... Well, I, I enjoy it. I tell you, and I love the Corona size. I'm glad you came out with the Corona size. I enjoy it. And then you came out with Hex, which is a little bit more on the medium-flavored side, a little bit more of a mysterious type of cigar with the name, uh, and it's a very pleasant cigar as well. Tell me, First of all, tell me about the, the wrapper filler binder and the Affinity, and then let's go into okay. Hex. Okay. On the wrapper binder uh, on Affinity, we have a Ecuador-Connecticut wrapper and a Nicaraguan binder. And what we've done with the filler is a mixture of Dominican and Nicaragua, so it's, that's where you get that flavor you mentioned. So it's, the, it's mild to medium, but it's got a nice flavor. So it's something a cigar guy would love to have in the morning with a good cup of coffee before he gets into the you know, stronger cigars later on in the day. And then when we talk about the Hex, the wrapper filler binder on that? On Hex, we went to a, a Ecuador Cubana wrapper which has got a little bit more spice to it. A little bit more spiciness. And then we, again, it's all the rest is Puro Nicaraguan. Other than the wrapper, it's all Nicaraguan tobacco from Esteli and Condega. Beautiful. And that cigar, they're both are very good price points on those sticks. Right. Definitely got good price points. They're in that sweet spot between $6 and 8 That's where we want it to be. And you've also got a cigar called Casabella, which is well, a nice bundled cigar. Ca most of the retailers all want to have a great bundle cigar. What we went out and did is found a bundle that was definitely handmade. We knew we had to have a, a mild cigar, so we have an Ecuador Connecticut wrapper on the Casabella Natural, and then we have a Connecticut Broadleaf on the Maduro, because I'm a lover of Connecticut Broadleaf and uh, makes one of the best Maduro cigars. Well, it's got that sweetness to it. It's just yeah. a great cigar. And we were talking about this yesterday. Uh, Connecticut Broadleaf used to be very, very popular. You'd see it on all these cigars. But with the the popularity now of Honduran and Nicaraguan Maduro uh, uh, wrappers, you don't see it as much. But those don't have that little bit of sweetness that you have on that Connecticut Broadleaf. Right. It, it, it's a terrific smoke. There's some, I mean, I know that, I'll mention my competitor, but I know some of the boys at Drew Estates are uh, using Connecticut Broadleaf on their cigars. And uh, I've always loved Connecticut Broadleaf. And I think people uh, in the industry We'll, we'll continue to use Connecticut Broadleaf for a mild, sweet-tasting Maduro cigar. It's interesting how the consumer has, they look at the Maduro wrapper of a Connecticut Broadleaf and say, oh, it must be a strong cigar, which is completely the opposite. Yeah, it's totally different. You're exactly right. But it looks dark, so it's intimidating. Right. Now, in terms of Syndicato, I remember, Jim, about uh, six months ago, you came to me and you gave me, you said, I got some samples I want you to try. What do you think? They were square-pressed. They had a little pigtail. You gave me some sample blends, and I said, these are fabulous. Love them. You said, they're made in Nicaragua. You're working on some unique, different blends. And sure enough, you came out with the Syndicato about three months ago, two months ago? Actually, end of May. End of May, we came out with Syndicato. End of May. And the natural. It, is, it has been a huge hit. And uh, tell me about that cigar and uh, how you came up with that particular blend. Well, actually, what I started out with... Uh the Syndicato, I wanted it to be something really special, something that would really put us on the map, and that's why we, uh, we refer to it as the flagship brand for the company. But I wanted something unique and different, and fortunately I got to meet about a year and a half ago Eduardo Fernandez, who to me is growing some of the greatest tobaccos in the Nicaraguan region, and he told me about a wrapper he had. He had a Corojo Jalapa wrapper that he was growing under shade, which gave it that light look but yet it had the strength of the Jalapa Corojo wrapper. Then we did a complete Nicaraguan cigar with that one. So that's a Puro Nicaraguan, 
It's got a double binder of Esteli tobaccos, and it's got Jalapa and Esteli filler inside from Nicaragua. And Eduardo Fernandez probably has amongst the finest uh, troves of Nicaraguan tobacco of anybody, any manufacturer. Every, everyone goes to him for the, for the best Nicaraguan tobacco, but the nicest thing I like about a guy like Eduardo, he keeps all the best stuff for himself, for the cigars he makes for people. So that's why we were really excited when he made this cigar for us. And uh, I will tell you something now that we're going to talk later on about the, the Maduro. When he made the cigars for us initially, Dave, he put a Maduro, the San Andres Maron wrapper on the same blend. However, I said to him, wait, this thing is much milder. And one thing I didn't realize, he told me, is that the San Andres Maron tames down the blend of the Puro Nicaraguan cigar. So what we did is we had a, earlier had a blend that was too strong for this natural cigar, as far right. as I felt. We put that wrapper on that blend, the stronger blend, and that's how we came up with the mix, uh, the dark Maduro wrapper. So the Sindicato Maduro, I found, had a little bit more flavor than this natural Sindicato, but it wasn't overpowering. No, no. It, wasn't it was just a slightly different taste complexion. Yes. I mean, there was no way to make it exactly the same day, but what we felt was when we, when we used the stronger blend and added the, uh, the San Andres Maron, it was the closest thing we could come to almost a perfect match, but it's a little stronger. I love it. It's, I, I start off the morning with it now. And, uh, and these cigars are a little bit more on the premium price side. Yes, they uh, definitely are. And But I can tell you that I know I was uh, uh, at Edwards in Tampa, and they uh, had some that came in, and they were they flew off the shelves. They didn't last very long. Yeah, the, well, the, the naturals are doing great, and we hope the Maduro was going to do just as well when it comes out in uh, the end of September, early October. Fantastic. So uh, late September... For the Syndicato Maduro, the Syndicato's available. The Affinity Hex are out there now. And uh, Jim, continued success. The cigars are fantastic, and I'm sure you're already working on blends for 2015 already. Well, Dave, like I said, there's only one new 2015 cigar. Uh, but you're going to use multiple blends to get to it. Well, I'm going to keep that one a secret, even from you. Even from me? No okay. way. Uh, well, you can't keep it from the NSA. They'll find out. All right. <laughs> All right, Jim Colucci from Syndicato Cigar. Website, by the way, Jim, is what? Syndicatocigars.com. Syndicatocigars.com. Jim, great seeing you as always. Good seeing you.